Would you like to accelerate your career and reach your full potential in just minutes a day? Welcome to the LeadX Show with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Hey everyone, Kevin Cruz here. Happy Friday. This, of course, is a Friday edition of the podcast, which means... It's just me and you, and I get to rant about whatever I want. Lately, it hasn't been rants. It's just been sort of behind the scenes and what I've been up to, and I've missed you. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been able to just get 10, 15 minutes to put one of these shows together. How have you been? Tell me. I'm at Kevin at LeadX.org. We're about, what, week five of 2019, so we're about 10% of the way done. I don't know if that's exciting or troubling. <laughs> All I know is it's moved fast. The big news is on the personal front, my next book, it's not out just yet. It comes out April 2nd of 2019, but we just did the cover reveal. So the book is called Great Leaders Have No Rules, Contrarian Leadership Principles to Transform Your Team and Business. And friends, I hope you like the cover red. <laughs> so check out the cover. You can see it on any of my social media channels. So Twitter, I'm at Cruz. You can see it up on the banner. You can see it on YouTube. You can see it on my Facebook page. You can see it on LinkedIn. Tell me what you think. It's all over the place up on social media. If you are a subscriber to the LeadX newsletter or the Kevin Cruz newsletter, I think it's our lead link. So you can check it out. I think we'll have blog posts and, and other things on it. Someday, once the book is officially out, I will reveal the crazy, sordid backstory behind getting a cover. Working with your traditional publisher, hopefully it's bringing great minds together to create something even better than if you did it yourself. Uh, but boy, is it like making sausage. And uh, this one's no different. But hey, go on Amazon.com. Forget all my social media links. Just go pre-order the book now. That would be a huge favor. If you've ever gotten something valuable out of this podcast, go grab my next book, Great Leaders Have No Rules. I've been blessed. I got Travis Bradbury, the super huge author who wrote Emotional Intelligence 2.0, and I got none other than a great endorsement from John C. Maxwell, who wrote, Kevin Cruz gives practical advice for leading in a world that will never be the same. John C. Maxwell. That quote is so good, that endorsement's so powerful, I actually asked the publisher to put it on top of the title. They wanted to put my name above the title, which it's kind of an honor because in marketing world, you know, it's like when your name's above the title of a play or whatever it is, it means you're the draw. And there's no way I'm the draw. So I said, hey, forget about Kevin Cruz. Nobody's ever heard of Kevin Cruz. Push me to the bottom of the cover. I want John Maxwell's quote on the top of the cover. And on the back cover, I got generous endorsements from people like Ken Blanchard, Stephen M. R. Covey, Dan Schaubel, so many others. Um, it's good. I like the way it's turned out and I'm excited for April, but don't wait for April. Go to amazon.com and pre-order thing or barnesandnoble.com or Apple Books or whatever that's called, iBooks and um, all these other places. So I'll keep you posted. There's a lot of good book stuff going on. In fact, I'm doing, I think I'm up to over 80 interviews, podcast interviews, blogger interviews between now and April 2nd. That's just in two months. Tons of interviews to promote the book, get the word out there. 
And I don't want people to have the wrong idea. It's not that great leaders break the rules or just run helter skelter. (laughs) That title comes from one chapter, which is really about how these mindless rules get in the way of our opportunity to make a choice, to have a decision made. And every time, you know, you stop someone from making a choice, you know, you, you just throw me a rule that I have to follow mindlessly. Well, it becomes your company, not my company. And so better than rules are things like actionable values and conversation and relationship. And I think this applies in all areas. You know, if you're listening to this show, you know that I think leadership is influence, which means we are all leaders all of the time. So when I say great leaders have no rules, I mean leading as a parent, you shouldn't have rules for your kids. (laughs) You shouldn't have rules in your marriage. And I know plenty of people who have you know, curfews for their kids and all kinds of rules for uh, for their spouse or significant other. Like, hey, you're forbidden from, you know, being in touch with your ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, or you're forbidden from going to the bars on Sundays and watching the, the game with your friends, or I don't know what other rules. Don't go to the, uh, <laughs> the adult entertainment clubs. You're forbidden. Now, of course, yeah, and this could go for men or for women, but I think, do you want your significant other to not go to those places or not go to the bar because it's a rule, they're forbidden, or because they don't want to, because they think it's disrespectful or might damage trust? You know, there's a big difference. Do you want your team members to not stay at the Four Seasons Hotel while they're traveling because it's a rule that they can only spend a certain amount of money when they travel or because they value the organization's Dollars. They know about budgets and profits. It's a big difference. But anyway, we'll be talking a lot more about that. Go pre-order this book. The publishers will put, it's kind of a funny system. Like if they don't see very many pre-orders as it gets uh, close to the launch date, then they won't spend marketing money or time on it themselves. So the, that will just tank the book. But if they see a lot of pre-orders, then they're like, oh, wow, this book's got some mojo. This thing's got potential. Let's find extra marketing dollars and extra time. Let's push this book. It's kind of like what they do, like the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. They do that with candidates all the time. You know, they'll say, all right, Kevin, you're running for Congress in uh, Pennsylvania one district. We're going to throw a million dollars in your campaign, but only in the last two weeks. (laughs) So you're going to work your butt off, raise your own money and hustle. And then you're going to, we're going to run our own polls. And, you know, in four weeks out from the election, three weeks out, and uh, the candidates that have the most support on their own are going to be the ones that then get our money. Of course, the candidates always say, well, give me your money and I'll show you the support. (laughs) Chicken and egg. But uh, that's the way it's played in publishing too. You know, if I want the publisher to push this book with Barnes and Noble. If I want them to spend some social media dollars, they're going to want to see me generate tons of pre-orders. So please help me out. Go to amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, your favorite bookseller, and just pre-order the heck out of that. Buy one for yourself, buy one for your friends, buy one for all your, buy one for your boss, especially if it's a boss who has too many rules. (laughs) Anyway, I will appreciate that. And by the way, this is a great time If you've ever thought about interviewing me, maybe it's for your company newsletter, maybe it's for your blog, maybe you've got a ton of social media followers, maybe you've got a podcast just starting out and you weren't sure if I'd do the interview, 
Now is the time when I'm doing a lot of interviews. I got 80 lined up. I'd love to get over 100 interviews done before April 2nd. So just email info at leadx.org or Jackie at leadx.org, who's booking all my media. It'd be a great time to do it. Workwise, LeadX with Coach Amanda is going awesome. We're probably doing over 20 demos with, I mean, all like Fortune 500, Fortune 1000 companies. When we say, hey, do you want to see the world's first executive coach management trainer built with IBM Watson, with behavioral nudges, with a Q&A chat bot, with a training chat bot? People are like, yeah, I got 30 minutes for that. And, and almost all of these are now going into free trials. Um, if you haven't checked it out yourself, again, it's leadx.org. You don't need to be a big company. You can just get the app for your iPhone or iPad. There's a website version, of course. You can just use it from your desktop. And we're about two weeks away from releasing the Android version. So things are humming. I mean, Content-wise, what we're really building out is the nudge engine. I think there's only three companies in the world that are offering behavioral nudges for uh, leadership development, employee engagement. We're one of them, and we're just beefing up the database of nudges and getting smarter about delivery. The thing with AI is you do need data for the personalization to kick in. You know, the first time you log into Netflix, its recommendations for movies you might like won't be very targeted because it doesn't know anything about you. So it will take a while for these engines to kick in, but it is exciting stuff. We're getting ready to revamp our chatbot interface. We've had significant user issues and, and tried a few things, but we think we were on to a better interface. So it's just an exciting development time as well as fun to talk to. I mean, I, I've talked to dozens of folks running leadership development in the last five weeks, and I've gotten smarter about what they're doing. I've been able to provide some value and we're, we're going to be writing more and more about kind of benchmarking that space so that people can uh, get up to speed quickly. And by the way, I am doing a demo, like a webinar demo of the LeadX platform. Check our website. I think it's February, it might be around February 11th or 12th. Everybody can just pile on, check out a demo, ask me questions live. It won't be recorded. I'll definitely do it live so I can take your questions. But anyway, fun times for that as well. Now, let me jump to the mailbag. I've been getting tons of mail, lots of questions. I haven't been able to respond to too much of it lately. Here's something from, I'll just call her Joy. She wrote to me and said, I'm a 52-year-old woman. In 2002, I changed my work, went to Alaska. I thrived. I got my MBA, then moved back to the lower 48 in 2008. But my references experience didn't translate. And so she took a job that she's saying is kind of back, you know, a step backwards. I know that my skills, education, experience can translate into more appropriate leadership positions. I've been in a very junior role for four years. I've lost momentum. And in the eyes of potential employers, I'm afraid I've lost the edge because I've settled for less to get comfortable with the community at large. How can I leverage my history, experience, education to earn that leadership position I crave? I believe that I have what it takes, but I fear that not knowing everything and that I don't have the right to apply for career opportunities that I really want, especially when my resume shows a negative value, a backpedaling in my career path. So my response to Joy, I emailed her back and said, never take yourself out of the game. Never take yourself out of the game. And, you know, Joy is saying she's had all this prior success. She has an MBA, for God's sake. 
and she's hesitating to apply for positions that she knows she would do well in. My advice was, listen, you just explain why you detoured your career and whether it's to raise great kids or to pursue a hobby or to support a spouse or to investigate Alaska or whatever it is, you just explain it. Hey, I did all this great stuff, got my MBA, then I took a little detour. I'm now ready to get back on the fast track. Here's what I can do for you. And then, of course, getting a job is like sales. The first rule is it's numbers. So, of course, you need to take that story to not just one person and they're going to bite, but 10 or 50 or 100. But don't take yourself out of the game. My oldest daughter, Amanda, every now and then I update you on my kids. So she's a junior. Uh, she's a junior at Hofstra getting ready for the critical period of summer internships because, of course, you, well, you might need it for school. She does. You definitely want it for job references. And hopefully you do well as an intern. That company might invite you back and offer you a job a year later. So she's going through that process. And one of the places she wanted to apply said, hey, give us your give us three references. Each reference, it can't be a family member or friend, can't be a professor. It has to be someone you've worked with for three years. And she's texting me like, I haven't worked with anybody for three years. Who, how, do I, how do I do this? Do I just not apply? And I said, this is ridiculous. And this is a problem. More women won't apply for a job unless they meet everything 100% than men. You know, men will be like, well, heck, I, I qualify for two out of those 10 parameters. I'm a shoe in Meanwhile, women will be like, well, I'm only nine out of 10 of those. I guess I can't apply to that job. So that mindset, and of course, it's not, about gender, we all need to remember this. You want something, fight for it and put your best foot forward. And that's what I said to, to my daughters. Like, listen, it's a wacky requirement. They probably cut and pasted a requirement from a regular job post, not an internship. How many college kids are going to be working for the same person for three years who isn't a family member? You know, um, some maybe, but not all. So I said, hey, you know, you give the best references you can and you send it in and if you really want the job, then you hustle and you figure out who the decision makers are and you send a note or you study up on that company or you stalk them online, whatever you want to do, but don't take yourself out of the game. Hey, I got a nice email from Greg Hybert, H-I-E-B-E-R-T, his website, check it out, leadershipforward.com. And he had downloaded uh, one of my productivity worksheets, I think from masteryourminutes.com, or he had read my 15 Secrets book. We were just talking about morning routines, morning rituals. And, you know, I, I do my thing, but he's got a great program here. He calls it the six P's for profound and positive living from leadershipforward.com. It's an early morning ritual, what he calls an EMR. The first P is purpose. What is my ultimate purpose? How will I stay focused on that purpose? Second one is principle for living. How can I stay centered on a few powerful and poignant principles that will truly support my best efforts? The third one, priorities. Given my purpose and principles, what are the very most important things I must accomplish to maximize this day? P4 is people. Who in my life do I need to touch, affirm, support, challenge? That's a great one. Fifth is perspective. What is a perspective you can reflect on to fully appreciate the blessings you have in your life right now? Sixth is presence. All we have is this present moment. The past cannot be undone or relived, and the future is yet before us. How can we be fully present 
for each moment and make that moment as meaningful as possible. And it talks about having gratitude and movement and mindfulness and prayer. I just thought this was a great sheet and a lot of overlap with what I do. I always start my day with my mission or purpose. Uh, I, I think about, I do a, a gratitude practice. I always think of at least three things to be grateful for, try to mix them up every day. That's a great anchoring that helps with presence and perspective, mainly perspective. I always think about, so my, my three are health, wealth, and relationships. So like relationships, I'm always thinking about my kids and family and those closest to me. And then friends, I think about my employees and team members and others. And sometimes I'm, I'm boy, I'm on point. I've been connected with everybody. I feel good. It's like, yeah, I'm doing well. And other times it's like, oh, wow, it's been like three days since I've checked on that person or I didn't really have a good one-on-one -on -one last week with Katrina. I'd better reach out to Katrina. It's just a great, great way to do it. He's got, that's his P4, which is people. So anyway, I encourage all of you guys to go to leadershipforward.com. Just check out what Greg's got going on. And if you connect with him, tell him I sent you so he knows. Hey, I'm coming up on about uh, almost 18 minutes. I like to keep these Friday ones short for both of us. So I'm going to say, hey, thank you for your time. Thank you for attention. It means a lot to me. If you haven't connected with me on social media or email or whatever, send me a note. You know, we'd love to stay close or connected. Visit kevincruz.com or leadx.org. You can sign up for newsletters if you want to get my weekly hit of like what I'm reading, what we're doing. And I hope you're enjoying the podcast. On Monday, we've got none other than I'm interviewing John Maxwell. I mentioned what a mind-blowing, awesome conversation that was, and it's finally being released. We had to hold it until his book, Leader Shift, comes out. But look for that on Monday. We've got some other cool interviews coming out soon. Thanks for sticking with me. Have an awesome weekend. Friends, if you like this episode of the LeadX Leadership Podcast, please take a minute, leave a rating on iTunes or Stitcher. Ratings are invaluable for attracting new listeners. And I like to convert those listeners into leaders because you know I'm on a mission to spark 100 million leaders in the next 10 years. And if you wanna become the boss everyone fights to work for and nobody wants to leave, check out the LeadX platform with Coach Amanda at leadx.org. And if you have 10 or more managers who could use some binge-worthy training, send me an email at info at leadx.org, L-E-A-D-X dot O-R-G, and we'll talk about getting you set up with a totally free pilot for those managers. See if they like it. If they don't, that's fine. We go away. Part as friends. But if they love it, you've just found yourself a new resource for them. Remember, leadership is influence. You're always leading. How are you going to lead today?